it's Bisto, Blanco, a 97X. The song's called Ready to Go. I thought I'd give you guys something that would get you ready to go. Too cliche? Uh, that is uh, Calico Cooper is in and also uh, Chuck Garrick. Hey, hey. Uh, who are uh, going to be performing tonight at uh, Rascals Live. Now, you guys did a... Uh, uh, you guys kind of rehearsed the show a little bit uh, earlier in the week at Rascals, and then now you're taking this thing on the road. You just uh, arrived back in from St. Louis. We did. I mean, you know, Kenny at Rascals is the best, and, you know, when we're putting a show together, if something's going to explode, we want to do it at Rascals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that anymore, man. They passed an ordinance. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <Consarn> it. <laughs> um, well, and uh, we're going to get to see it tonight, and I'm, uh, I'm super stoked. And literally, I did not go see, I mean, I don't want you to... I'm not blubbering, but I don't. I didn't go see Foreigner last night because... He I, wants to know what love is. I can't do two rock shows in a week anymore it'll so, ring your bell i know it's gonna ring my bell so tomorrow morning i'm gonna be for crap here no, <laughs> not really. serious double vision if you uh, oh i see what you wow, did there you, that was amazing you're already he's already in calico cooper is in the studio chuck garrick is in the studio yeah, calico yeah. is wearing uh, a faux animal print uh winter coat uh, Chuck, Chuck is wearing a poncho. Yeah, yeah. Chuck has got a souvenir from Mexico. I have that same awesome. thing from a cruise ship. Right, they, they call it the Mexican blanket. And, yeah. Well, and, I mean, this is I killed this cheetah myself, so I resent the, is, saying it's faux. This is actually a wardrobe piece from the Seeker video as well. So he know. couldn't let it go. He he, he encapsulated no. the the lone gunman persona. It happens and just to be a really good bus blanket. <laughs> to be to be honest, man. Sleeping on a bus. Is there anything worse or better at the same time? I've never seen a group of people more happy in my life to be in a bus in their bunks. Right. I, I don't think anybody sleeps at home. But man, everybody is sleeping like babies on this thing. And it just makes me so happy. And they love sleeping so much that you decided to wear the bedding so that nobody gets it. Hey, man. Exactly. Hey, man. We I licked it so it's mine. Right. Now, we do that a lot at our house where we get into what we call lounge wear. Now, you guys don't have that option because on the stage, on st but we wear a lot of stuff that trans, I mean, it makes the transition from you know, watching Wheel of Fortune right into bed, waking up and coming right back into work. I think I've been dressed like this since church on Sunday. <laughs> well, that's a selling point, isn't it? Like, <laughs> How much wear can I get out of this? Uh, the last time you guys were here in studio, which was really cool for us, uh, your drummer, had a little trouble getting into the country, and Kenny had to take over for some of the shows. Is it? Oh man! Do you guys, sorry, I do you know remember what happened. For you, that's probably ancient history. A lot of a lot of stuff has happened since then. It's been no, a lot of trauma. But uh, no, that yeah, Kenny was the hero. Man, yep. he came in, swooped in, yeah, and carried us through. We played a metal cruise with him. Like he really showed up. So that was the days you could go on a ship and then still come off the ship. Right. Yeah. Boy, you miss those days, don't you? <laughs> don't you? So well, you now, just used to catch the common cold. Yeah, yeah. and then you just sneezed, and then yeah. you moved on. Why you got to be so, so basic? <laughs> so, same drummer? Tim still? No, Tim is oh. no longer with us. Sean Sellers is playing drums from Good Riddance. Yes, Sean. Yeah, the punk band, yeah. Good Riddance. Tim. He plays with all those guys. And, it's uh, so good. Did he clear customs without yeah, issue? Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's from Santa Barbara. Oh, it's easy to get him. Yeah. <laughs> when we first met him, he goes... Hey, bro, what's up? I was like, okay, SoCal, got it. 100. You're hired. You're hired. You're hired. You're in. Um, you guys will be at Rascals Live tonight. Uh, it's an all-ages show. Doors at 7, 7.30, you hit the stage. 
That 7.30? 7.30. What time we go on, no. Ken? I don't turn into a werewolf until 10.30. <laughs> That's the show start. You guys, we won't even wake Probably you up w- till 9. Yeah, I, I would think 9, 9.30. Yeah, right. There's a great band going on before us from Nashville, Tennessee called oh. Sin Shake Sin. Sin yeah. Shake Sin. They're really good guys. Great good. band. They've got a new uh, record out right now, I believe. So they're uh, they're great to tour with so far. You know, oh. and and you guys you guys are playing. Uh, you're still touring. We are. Uh, which came oh, yeah. out uh, the middle of last year. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm not out of ideas yet, is no. the thing. And, and, you know, we start putting the show together, and I call Chuck in the middle of the night, and I go, don't say no. <laughs> Hear me out on this. So there's this robot, right? And he's like, oh, God, here we go. But then when I, when we do it, and then after the show, people go, oh, dude, the robot. I was like, I told you so. <laughs> Yeah, we're still robots. touring on that record. I mean, they're still it's still fresh. I mean, it's one of those albums, and it's great too because you're gonna go back to the first record and the second album, you know. And, and now what we got with We Are, there's you know, you kind of just it, there's so much to grab from, yeah. so many little goodies there. So it's really makes it more. Uh, there's just a lot more material for us to, to put into the show now, you know. And are you guys still creating for another? Yeah, well, we're oh, always yeah. writing. Yeah. We're always yeah. writing. I mean, everybody's. You know, jotting down ideas. Chris is sending me riffs on constantly. She's writing down lyrics and you know performance well, ideas. We heard the uh, robot idea. Yeah, <laughs> robots. And, hey, hey, you know, don't even People if that love to yourself. Robots. Even yeah. if the caller ID says potential spam, you're taking the call we just in it. case. Just you never know case. what. what it, yeah, <laughs> two in the morning calico. I'm like. <sighs> Oh, this could be, it could really, be a really good, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and answer it. So are you guys in a position where you're not, uh, I mean, obviously you got to put a set list together, yeah, of course. but uh, you're not discounting anything pretty much for any night, are you? No, but I will, like, everybody's got their own favorite songs, like what really gets you going, what gets you, what makes your show. And for me, you know, I throw my stuff in the hat and then I see the set list come up with and I go, what happened to that song? What happened? But that's the problem with our democracy is that Chuck is technically the guy that's going to put this all together and stuff. But we all had a part in this new record. We all wrote songs. We all came up with concepts. And so, like, when your thing doesn't, like, make this particular set, you're like, okay, I'll just be over here. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to get through. So you get through the ones you don't want to do. There's not they one my song. Idea. But there's not one song I don't want to do. But there's ones I'm so stoked to do. You know, like, I'm a... I'm a punk kid. I love mm-hmm. punk rock music. And so anything with a BPM, like, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I can't stop. I want to do it so, so bad. So when you tell Chuck you want to do that song, mm-hmm. he plays radio DJ and says, yeah, I'll see if I can get that on for you. 100. <laughs> Chuck, radio DJ, Karen. That's not cool, man. That's not cool. No, he does the dead. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about it. Where are you we'll calling? See. Where are you calling from? I'm standing across from you, bro. All right. Have a great day. Uh, you guys are also super uh, active on social media, and you go to I mean, you go play places where your fans are pretty rabid. Can they affect your set list? Like, from, like, one town to the next, you're just... Um, you know, it, I guess it really depends on the time, or how much time we have for, mm-hmm. you know, each show. I mean, that's, that's basically how we... We uh, put together a set list with with Bisto. It's it, there's there's sort of a formula to how the show progresses. You know, because we are a theatrical rock band. There's things that just need to kind of happen in mm-hmm. certain places to to have an effect on the audience. Mm-hmm. So we 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 got to be careful about how we present the show. So if it's a if it's a thirty minute set or if it's a sixty minute set, I mean that just really does mean a lot 
to how what songs sort of open it, what happens in the middle, and and how we end it. Sure, there's I construction. Mean, it's got to be right, that way. It's, you know? it's like that with any arena show too. Yeah. You know, we we came up obviously working with with the greats. You know, with like Dio and Alice and stuff like that. And what we took from that is what seemingly is very simple is is very um, there's a formula to it how you open and then where that monster goes and how that swells and then goes back down to the ballad and then boom ends and there's there's definitely a formula to it like with anything and once you you get in the pocket you just go oh i see why it has to go like that i get it so you can't start up here and remain up there the entire time i mean you (laughs) can't If you're lucky enough to have like 57 hits, then yeah, man. Right. But that'll go back to what you were talking about. Everybody wants to be on the bus and just A-up. wear them. Out. Just lyrically, and and when you know when you have, um, you know, we're fortunate enough to have really a, a unique situation with Bisto, and that is we have Calico Cooper, who's not just your typical um, lead singer. Boy, you know, like right she has a way of of really telling a story just with with you know movement and 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 props or whatever it is she she's she uses and i and i think a lot of it is that we we kind of don't know what we're actually not that we're we don't know what we're doing we don't but know what we're doing. sometimes we don't we don't know we don't Present. know sometimes we don't know and that's the beauty of a bisto blanco show is that when you hear live performance i mean it really is live and and even though maybe the set list would be the same tonight as it was last night it's still going to be a different show because there's just there's just different movement movement there's different the stage is different the crowd is different the energy's yeah. the crowd the, the is going to change on stage you know and and that's what i love most about this band so it it becomes the songs are important, but the show is really what kind of stands out. And I've heard from so many people that that love that Beasto. I watch your videos on YouTube and I listen to the record, and this is my first time seeing you. And it's a completely different band than I've been listening to and 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 watching on YouTube because now they got to experience sort of the life force of what happens, how these songs come to life. Right. So record after record, show after show, town after town is dynamic. It changes yeah, all the time. I don't know okay. what I'm going to do. How, if you know, if I'm super present, and so because I don't play an instrument, and sort of like this world that we've created is my instrument, I I can't make a mistake. There's no way to make right. a mistake. So I'm just actively living in this world, and if something happens on stage or off stage, or somebody runs into me with the butt of a guitar, like I don't ignore it. That happened, and so it's just like it chain reactions everything, and it makes me excited before we go on to go. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm so glad I didn't go to Foreigner. And I'm going to because <laughs> yeah, you chose correctly. You chose so. wisely. Now, um, now even, even though you guys, um, you're in the moment on stage, and it is theatrical, and you guys are telling a story, that crowd, um, and especially some of the crowds that are that are super excited to have the opportunity to see you guys, you got to react when you kick into a song, and you know that the, that energy that comes back to you where does that put you it's a, it's to me i always I, I know they're paying attention you know when they when they hear what's about to happen and they they recognize it there's always sort of and I'm, I'm you know i think all of our songs obviously are great and they all mean a lot to 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 the fans and to ourselves as well but when we kick into grind and the people just all of a sudden they the get it and they moving. they start moving and they're like oh my god it's happy so as the when they're in it as much as we're in it it's super exciting 
you know, because everybody's present, everyone's paying attention. Um, one of the best compliments we ever received, which was our friend from uh, Hellstorm Lizzie, who said, when I watch Bisto, she says, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to go to the bar and get a drink. I don't even want to use the restroom because I feel like if I turn away for a second, I'm going to miss something really important. You know, and I, I like that's that. That's high praise. You know, yeah, that's, that's a, coming that's from it. Lizzie Hale. I mean, yeah. I, I, I love her. She's amazing. And, yeah. and I think that's a, a good heads up to Kenny that you want to have some more, some extra uh, Vauban. Uh, or, you they're know, just going to go right here on the yeah, dance floor. Yeah, they're just going to go right <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and now when you guys play Grind, uh, your audience is like, uh, oh, yeah, this is one of their classics. Well, the audience <laughs> loves that song, so no, we're not playing that song. <laughs> <laughs> you just did the whole thing. You are not worth it. Yes. No. But, uh, and, you know, uh, Frankenstein's got to be another one mm-hmm. where, um, and when I saw you guys last time at, uh, you know, I mean, you're you're brand new. This was like a slap in the face uh, t- and a kick in the teeth oh, at the same you. time. I'm serious. It was so cool. And then, you know, the, the beginnings of Frankenstein come out, and that's what connected you to a lot of people who were trying you out for the first time, who yeah. walked away from that show going, holy crap. Yeah. And, and I want people to do the same thing because, you know, Rascals is, a, is, a, is an intimate setting. Mm. So get there and just... The experience of you guys in a setting like that, it's rare, and it's so much more. The the only warning I can give you is, if you can see me, I can see you. (laughs) That's not a threat. That's scary. That's That's scary. It's nothing like seeing an arena show. In a small venue, for sure, yeah. it's 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 intense. You can you can feel it in in you know, being in the crowd and up on stage. It's it's got to be exciting to see. You know? I, I was gonna compare and contrast the difference. I'm sure freedom when you guys performing as Bisto Blanco versus when you're on stage with Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. How is it? It's both. They're both work, right? You are at work. You're doing your job. But what are the differences for you guys? It's who you're playing in that world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, um, you know, and I'm and I'm assuming it's similar for Chuck, but you are in Alice's imagination. You're in his every every uh, you know spike every castle parapet everything has come from his imagination. So your place in that world is what he says it is. And there's parameters. You can, I can play a nurse. I can play whatever it is. But in respect to his world, in the records he's put out, in the lyrics, he set parameters without knowing it. Of I sing about Nurse Rosetta. This is what he says about her. So I can take a cheeky turn on it or do whatever. That's my role. Chuck has established himself as sort of like you know the bikery wolvery no shirt guy. You know everybody wants to look at. But um, but uh, if hey. I might. I'd rather look at. Oh, thanks. Just, thanks. Nothing personal, the man. Poncho's not doing I, it for you. I like I'm it. In the same um, boat. I'll pull your out, bro. No, I'm right. 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 the Poncho I got that. you. I got you, man. This but, is morale um, crushing, Chuck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> look at that face, but bro. Hey, bro. Bisto, in Bisto, it's, it's sort of like we've taken a cue from that. And I said, okay, now this is our world now. What do I want this to look like? And. Uh, you know, in an Alice show, it's the same thing. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things that you can, he doesn't use fake weapons. Everything's real. So you have to be really careful. And so I took a, a note from that and Chuck, when he was like, I want to make you this bat with the spikes, you know, do you want a, a fake one or do you want, and I said, no, and a Louisville slugger with spikes. And so he made it for me. And that thing is my pride and joy. She is. <laughs> so I think you said the last time you were in here, it's a different interpretation. Was that how you put it? 
the same music with a different interpretation. Well, you mean like Frankenstein in particular? Yeah, any uh, any of the staples. Um, you know, we only do we only did Frankenstein. We covered uh, Feed My Frankenstein um, because Dwight there was something you. very Bisto about it. And when Chuck came to me and said, "Hey, listen, I want to do an Alice song," obviously, I was like, "Oh, I don't know." Well, because you don't want it, you want to separate. I felt like we could do it yeah. without it, but he made the point that you made, where he said, "Listen, there, there's people that want to support us and want to come out, but they need a little bit of a hand reached out. Like, come on in, mm-hmm. like it's safe over here." <laughs> and that was that was Frankenstein. And when he presented it to me, it had this cool Tarantino-y sort of like like slimy western sort of feel to it and i was like i could get behind that i'll be may west in that all day yeah. <laughs> come on up and see me yeah, yeah. uh we got uh, calico cooper and um uh d- d- chuck garrick from uh bisto in with us uh i feel like i drove here all the way from st louis this morning <laughs> you guys are just there's a lot of energy coming in um can we take a quick break and come back and talk a little bit more i know you guys got to get to bed and do a show but i just i just dig on this uh, so much we're, we're here, here man okay awesome. <laughs> and and, here now, man. and if this is part of a show that that you like um i will say that after last uh after the last time you guys played at rascals live i was i was so impressed that you sat and talked to every single fan every single fan hey man the name of the records hey, we are the yeah. last one that just re- we just released and there's a reason for it and that is it it it's you know it takes an army it takes a village to to do this thing it's a lot of hard work on our end but the fans make it possible you guys make it possible and it's a, it's a community and it it's become a family for us so we we're getting to know some of these yeah. fans throughout the united states and the world and it's 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 amazing to see you know who kind of comes along and um and it's 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 quite the experience so it means a lot to us to be able to get out there and tour and play our music in front of the people and and have the appreciation that we have made over the years and 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 the love we get from the fans and and it's just it's a run it's a wonderful thing so we encourage people to come out if you love rock and roll or you think you like rock and roll or you're not sure or you're a massive beasto fan you got to come out to the show and experience it for yourself those it's, trying to decide you know this rock and roll thing mm, yeah, you know what i think i've heard about it <laughs> i say jump in the deep end yeah, right? no. yes. and, and you guys pull will... you down right. <laughs> See what Chuck is talking about. They get into that, and the crowd just—they just—I don't know. They just—I can feel the swell. I can think of when they played this at Rascals last time, and uh, people weren't even as familiar with it as they will be now. And uh, now that's true. There's probably since you guys were here the last time. There's probably a whole new crop of fans coming along. We've done a couple big world tours yeah. now and, and garnered yeah. some... The demographic is really interesting. Um, you know, with this whole analytics thing that I had no idea what that even... Like, that's a $10 word for me. What the mm-hmm. heck is an analytic? But uh, on Instagram, they kind of tell you now, like, who follows you. And we did that run with Hailstorm and Palais Royale. And afterwards, uh, the guy that, that runs the the Instagram for me goes, Wait a minute. Because you have all teenage girls. I went... Really? And that's a whole other level of responsibility because you're like, 
Wow, like last night, I spent most of my night after the show talking to those two teenage girls. And they were just so excited. And it made me, I don't think I could have been winning a Grammy. I couldn't have been happier. They go, I want to dress as you for Halloween. And I'm going to, you know, and it's it's that kind of stuff (laughs) that makes you go, good. What what were they, were they wanting career advice? Or what what did they want to know specifically? I don't think that they see a lot of me. You know, they, you don't on, in in the media. You don't see a lot of. Let's say you're a, a you know twelve year old, seventeen year old girl that loves rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really being pushed in your face like it was ours. Like I had Shirley Manson from Garbage. I had like all this like great you know the the foremothers of of rock and roll. To <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah, that's so rad. And and you know um, unless the parents push them to like, hey, listen to this kind of rock and roll, classic rock, da da da. Like, how are you, go- unless you see it nowadays, unless it's being pushed in your face, how are you supposed to know, you know, that it's out there? So you might have been the one that said, wait, I don't have to be like Katy Perry? I, there's an alternative. <laughs> there's an option. <laughs> Which is that's okay. So, yeah. I mean, that great just- about, something that's really great about Calico is that she's a, a true artist. So I think she can inspire these kids that you know, want to get up on stage and, and hone in their instrument and be great at what they do and not have to rely on the sex appeal, which mm-hmm. it happens naturally. Mm-hmm. It's there, but it's not something she's pushing, she's selling. It's it's there, but she's a true she's a true artist. Backs in the it up. It's like, imagine being a teenage kid and you get to see your favorite Mortal Kombat character come to life, come to life and yeah. she's standing right yeah. in front of you now. That's exactly what it is. And I, I see it because I can see it on stage yeah. when it's happening, where these girls... Or even the even the, the young kids are all of a sudden this is happening in front of them and it's real and they at times I know like they'll be looking right through me like I'm singing the tune and they're looking at me but they ain't looking at me I'm going what is she doing behind me <laughs> you know Again, Chuck, man with the, I, I hate to, good I hate to be cliche but with that power yeah. comes a responsibility yeah, yeah, it does yeah. and I I never felt it more than when we were on that hailstorm run because Lizzie is such a great singer and such a it's a sea of teenagers especially girls that you know just want to be just like her and she handles that so well because the talent and what she puts out you know it's it's effortlessly sexy and i thought that that was so interesting and how can i so my thing is different like we were talking about interpretations of things yeah my interpretation of 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 you know sexuality is i'm going to stand there in all of my power and you take from it what you take from it and some people are empowered by it some people are like art bubbles but like I'm scared S-less and some people are scared S-less mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man has no S <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now uh, to contrast that a lot of people coming up to you, Chuck, for career advice all the time. All the I mean, time. I get you know, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be in a, in a business where uh, you know I know a lot about you know being a musician and yeah. what to do and how to audition and and I've been doing it you know my whole life. That the, the the running joke you know is that um, I'm still doing exactly the same thing I've been doing since I was a teenager, and that's writing songs <laughs> and going to band practice and when was learning the last tunes. Bad day and, you ever had? I mean, really, <laughs> really. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, you know, you know I, I try not to have many of those. You yeah, know? I mean, I, I I feel really fortunate to have the career that I've had. I mean, sometimes I, I look back and I think that you know I've I've had the opportunity to back up the best in the business, not only Alice Cooper and Ronnie James Dio, but you know I've I've played bass for Steven Tyler and the Doobie Brothers and 
you know, Sammy Hagar and Dee Snyder. And you just did Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson wow. and, uh, and Paul oh. Simon and, and these guys. I get, I've, I've had the chance to play with people that in a million years I, I wouldn't have uh, thought that I would have had that opportunity. So with, with having, you know, I try to stay away from the bad days because they're just not relevant. You know, it's just really not true. Amen you know? to that. Well, let me ask you this. Given, on, given that list of impressive artists, kids listening right now, whether they're auditioning for a garage band or marching band in high school, what do you tell them? Going into an audition, what's both of you, what is your advice? I can tell you, what it stuck with me at a young age, which was, uh, I, I played the trumpet in, in elementary school. You know, I, I wanted to play the drums, I wanted to do something musical, and I, I hadn't quite discovered rock and roll, but, you know, there was... Um, I, I loved music. It just it moved me, and I I remember, you know, oh, choose an instrument, and um, uh, this trumpet just came up, and I'm going, oh, I'm going to learn to play the trumpet. So I learned, and then you get to the point to where you're you're playing Let's Go Band, and which is all exciting, but you get the chance to audition for the orchestra, which is like kind of the deal. And um, I remember my my buddy goes, I made it, I made it. Yeah. And I'm like, what did you, what how how'd you do it? He goes, just go in there. And he goes, whatever the music they put in front of you. Play it as loud as you can, as well as you can. Don't hesitate. Don't be scared. Don't be fearful. And this was like, you know, whatever, fifth grade. And I did that exact thing where I went in there with confidence. So I try to teach kids that are interested in, in playing music and, and wanting to move forward and audition. And, and, and I just say, look, you know, work, work hard enough at home honing your craft and, you, and and when your time comes you're ready don't think about you're not ready or if you've practiced hard enough or even if you feel like you still could use a little bit more practice go in there and just go for it because you'll 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 have more success that way because people will vibrate off of that you know um my my daughter is in marching band yeah. and she didn't make it yeah. and she was devastated yeah. and something that we talked about here is she you know the music right yeah you can play it yeah you didn't perform it. That's the, that you know what be. I mean? And, sure. and and that's a stolen line I got from somebody, and she bought it and she made it, so I'm going to nice. take credit hey, for nice. it. So, nice. It's all you, but, Dad. But, but you can't go. If you're not nervous... Right. Yeah. Well, are you nervous going all in, the time? Oh. I think nerves are, are an important part of being successful, and and and, and the show the coming together. Care. Yeah. I I I to this day I get. I don't know if I say nerves as much as it's it's an excitement i can feel the energy, energy. and i've got to remind myself hey man chill out for a second <laughs> harvest it though and right and, and to your daughter and to anybody out there look you don't always get everything you want we all know this in life i mm -hmm. mean you there's going to be obstacles and bumps and 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 failure is a great word in my book to be honest with you i think it's one of those things that develops character and you got to just keep rolling and you know just if you love something it doesn't matter really what happens on your way to how that is going to trans you know transform your life so whether she got it or didn't get it it doesn't really matter because it's it's for you anyway and mm -hmm. people will start buying into it or getting into it because you love it and when you love something it's it's easier awesome. to it, it really is it easier is, to and it's to a bisto credo too of, yeah. of you know if we're not like somebody like your daughter like i cannot tell you i do film and television also and it's like yeah. at least once a week I go in and I, you know, learn my lines an hour longer than everyone else. I go a little deeper than everyone else. And it hurts a little bit more when you go in and the casting director doesn't even look up from texting. Go, go ahead. Ouch. And you're like, I, okay. <laughs> and then I realize this is all for me. It's all for her. This is another experience. So when I do book a show, 
the the dance number that happens at the house is so much sweeter because of the 10 shows that somebody was like, uh, yeah, next. And then when the person looks up at you, the 10th audition and goes, uh, are you available on the, the 15th of May? You're like, I, I Yes, 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 I am. Yeah. You know Let me what I mean? Check you, my schedule. Yeah, yeah. Open. but you know, to your daughter and to everybody else, if you don't buy it, nobody's going to buy it. If you don't, if you don't back your own thing, so even if I don't know all the notes, you know, to the trumpet solo, I'm going to go in there and be like, "How's this one for you?" and just do everything I can to perform, like you said, yeah. everything I can do. It's difficult to get over the nerves and the fear, and to get to where you said. Uh, excitement because they're both the same everything is amped up right but what's the worst thing that can happen to you that is a perfect thing to say and i always get nervous about stuff and i go the worst thing that can happen is that i go out there and a meteor falls on my head and that's probably not going to happen. And it okay. might have been part of the show. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like really? writing down we'll, meteor. Yeah. We'll right. fire the so, set director at that point. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I think but, anything's possible on stage. I don't think there's anything you don't... Like, okay, I can just really quick just, just talk about one of my greatest moments being on stage with Alice, which was, and I'll make this quick, which was the roof of this old building, the theater we were playing in, part of their... Um, fire safety was that if there's a fire in the building the roof opens up to let the smoke out of the building oh yeah okay so we have smoke it's a rock concert so the smoke goes off and the roof starts opening up how i know the roof is opened up is that it's raining outside (laughs) so also we're playing and i'm going Wait, when did we turn into Wayne Newton here? Like, all of a sudden now the, it's raining on, and everybody's looking at each other like, what's going on? We look up, and the roof is open. Now it's raining. So they've stopped the show. And we all run, and we hide behind our cabinets. And Coop is leaning behind my speaker cabinet with me. And he's, he's hiding from the crowd. And, and then the road crew's coming out there, and they're, you know, evaluating everything. And they start cleaning up, and they're trying to close the roof. And, and Coop looks at me and goes, those guys should be wearing masks. And I go... What? He goes, they should be wearing masks. The crowd doesn't know that oh, this isn't part yeah. of the show. So instead of getting pissed or angry or, or distracted, he goes, they don't know that this isn't part of the show. So that was the best lesson ever because you don't know what to expect. So if there's something that goes on stage, like she said, somebody falls or hits you with a guitar stock or you know whatever happens, hey, man, it's just Roll part of it. the thing. We don't know. Wow, that's yeah. great advice. Yeah. They should be wearing masks. Yeah. Not, not, or is the instrument destroyed? Right. Is the guillotine okay? <laughs> it, it, it was upset about breaking the, the imagination, right? The wall, that sure. the wall. And he goes, they should be wearing and, masks. And had they been wearing masks, they run out and everybody, I mean, the, he made the, the roof rain. open and he Think made about it that. Yeah, Think about that. Unbelievable. Yep. He, that would have been the legend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, our crew screwed it up. Yeah, yeah. They Let got go. too real. <laughs> Put your shirts on, pick up your checks, you're finished. Get out. You're, Get out. All right, let's take a break. Yeah, this uh, is uh, this is awesome. I mean, this is this is awesome. This is better than story time. This is uh uh and if if you're if you're taking notes like I am, uh I just I, this interview just changed my life because stay away from the bad days. They're irrelevant is sage advice that I will now plug into my system. They're not real. 
and uh, and and that is that is genius stuff right there from Chuck Garrick. And uh, and one other and, thing, since we're continuing to um, shatter uh, uh, Chuck's ego because it's all about calico, and and, 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 and he looks right through you. Here's an here's an email for you. Can I just throw this out there? <clears throat> calico Cooper is what my dreams are made of. Her stage. You know what? I'm going to change this. Can Love I just, Chuck. Can I just? <laughs> Yes. That was better than the line I was going to throw. <laughs> Sincerely, Sincerely, Chuck Garrick. Uh, he ends with, this isn't a creeper message. So <laughs> I think you got the good part out. All right. Uh, can we give away tickets? All right, let's... taking the money right out of their mouths, man. Sorry. Pay for a ticket. All right, Chuck. He paid okay. hundreds of dollars for this. <laughs> All right. T- tenth caller. Tonight at Rascals. Bisto Blanco. Uh, caller 10, 888-896-3675. Can you guys hang? Of course. Uh, okay. Chuck, yeah. Chuck's ready to go. He's looking at the concert calendar going, hey, who's this queen guy? I can see that. Oh, Monster Jam. Calico says, of course. Chuck's like, eh. All right, winners. And we use the term loosely. Goose went crazy. He's giving away to Melissa, Jay, and Lou. All picked up tickets tonight. Bisto Blanco at Rascals Live. And we'll see you. uh, Chuck Garrick is in here. Calico Cooper is in here. And one crazy fan who um, we told them, remind them the the parameters, how far away we need to stay from the radio station. So. Her stage I'm costume. Coffee. I just is, used the restroom and I looked in the mirror and I was like, "Jesus, what has <laughs> happened to you?" I looked at you and I'm like, "He's stage ready. Oh, <laughs> stage God. ready, ready man. to go always." Bring in the beast. Um, so seven o'clock. It's an all ages show. Yeah, doors at seven, cool. seven thirty. And just so you know, for your parents out there, you won't be disappointed. Bring yeah. your kids. Yeah. It's definitely, it's, it's, when we say all ages, it's weird because you, you know, you think about the imagery, but it's like, there's nothing. What we do is like, actually, I look through the photos and I go, wow, that there's nothing about it that's lascivious yeah. or, or like gross or, or anything like that. It's all like, wow, this is like a heavy metal Mortal Kombat come to life. And exactly. if you can play the game, you can come see Beast Joe. <laughs> you know, that's, so, you say all ages would imply that it's watered down. You know what I yeah, mean? Which is, yeah, which is kind of like it's when, we were, kids, when yeah. we were kids. When we were kids, we would go see, you know, all the rock shows. Like, I'm sure you have your, like, aha moment of rock and roll. And was it watered down? I'm willing to bet not. Mm-mm. You know what happened for me? I was forbidden to see or hear Kiss. No Kiss in this house. Mm-hmm. And why? Well, they're married to each other. They're devil worshipers. Oh, That's yeah. all tattooed. The first time I saw them as an adult... Thank you, God bless you, and good night. Yeah. Where's the hell Satan? There was yeah. none of this that my mom was worried about to this day. She, that I, always I, I, happens I backstage. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah, that. Everybody That's knows where the seances that. are. <laughs> yeah, the, the, kiss, the You know, the, the sacrifice. The upside down sheep bloodletting. Yeah. It's all backstage. I want to say it was... We keep that away from you. Man of La Mancha was more violent than a kiss show. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my dad always says, you know, he says, have you ever read Shakespeare? Like in school, yeah. and he goes, there was 
you know, every one of the seven deadly sins, he's like, people are just like, you know, gutting each other and sleeping with their moms. And he goes, and and my show was shocking. <laughs> Mine is. Yeah. Well, it, but it's all entertainment. It's yes. all show. And yeah. it doesn't have to be theatrics and, and things like that for it to be shocking. I mean, you know, one of my first concerts ever was Humble Pie and Ted Nugent. I was just pummeled with songs and killer guitar players and amazing vocals i mean that that to me was in, was shocking to hear it, that come out of people i mean that's really mm-hmm. what it's about it's called music you know people get inspired by it yeah. and it, and sometimes that can get a little scary yeah you know it can do when we're talking about punk rock like when i was a kid there was a bar in um phoenix called jugheads mm-hmm. as my my fake scars from the show are still on me. Um, Thank God those are fake. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm at 9-1. I'm ready to get <laughs> The other one's about to What's happen. What's the other number? Three? 9-1-3? 9-1-3? Anyway, oh. they're jugheads. So that's where I fell in love with punk rock because there was no production. It was just a bunch of kids. And when the mosh pit started, I remember thinking, I don't care if I get hurt. That's yeah. how much I'm yeah, into this. Right. And I wanted yeah. to be in the mosh pit more than anything because i was just wanted to be a part of what was happening there and i think that like i think we bring those moments of like getting pummeled with guitar riffs and you know just wanting to be a part of something where you just kind of go blind and just go i'm having the most fun that is our goal right we talked about that it's like we want people that have never heard of us or if they have now they, they they come to a bisto blanco show to just get away you know, like just let mm-hmm. it out for for sixty minutes. Forget about mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. It's an escape for us, and it should be an escape for you. And at Kenny's place, it does. The it's so meaty. The bass is so yeah. meaty, and you're so right there. It does lift you up. Well, at Kenny's place, bit. you do want to escape. Well, that is very <laughs> Sit close to the door. It's like an airplane. They point out the exits before you guys start. Here and here. Uh, you Here's your also, vomit bag. You know, dang it, you can also buy tickets. Carrie, that's a good point. Yes, you can buy tickets. They're 15 bucks. Um, and, uh, oh, well, sorry, $20. 20 bucks because the day of show. Uh, when you when you were talking about Mortal Kombat and, you know, the kind of music that, that Bisto is, is uh i mean it's it's different it's rock but it's it's grizzlier and mm-hmm. do you guys ever entertain the idea of doing or being included in some of these soundtracks or maybe these games uh and if that opportunity presented itself chuck's rolling his eyes if that opportunity ever presented itself is that something that you guys no, would I'm, like to do i'm not, I'll, not rolling my eyes because i mean i just yes that is it's it's a little bit of the on the business side yeah. of, of things. Yeah. I don't want to bring you down with no, the biz. It's, no, it's, yeah. it's obviously I think our music, and I'm sure you've got an opinion on this, is perfect for so many different things. I sure. mean, obviously there's so there's 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 you know, big production movies, there's there's commercials, there's video games, there's so much that our music should be used for. Um, I could say, you know, the Predators, the Nashville Predators hockey team, they use one of our songs to get people pumped up. Oh, that's cool. And it, and, and I think that it should be, and it's just, it's just one of those sides of the business where, you know, it, it's, you got to get your, get your songs in yeah. there. We're trying. We're yeah. Trying. I just love seeing like, you know, on social media where people put together like their extreme BMX reels. Yeah. yeah. And tag us in it. And they're using one of our songs, you know, and I remember the, there's a girl who was doing the Lyria, you know, the hoop. Okay. Where you hang from your knees and do like you know the the contortion stuff, and she was using Machine Girl, which is like one of our more like punk rock songs, mm-hmm. and I just saw it through a different lens for the first time, and I went, 
oh, it's so cool. And then I started thinking about how we could get a hoop on stage. And yeah. Well, we can't. And don't you feel, because you're intimate with that song, mm-hmm. and then somebody else interprets it differently. So yeah. cool. How hard so is cool. that? But isn't it? Isn't that a hard leap to make to watch somebody else take your work? Not and- at all. It's the most gratifying thing ever. Like, you know, if I saw a, a band majorette just like whooping it to like, yeah. you know, to grind or death rattle or whatever, I'd be like, that girl is band marching to death rattle and my life has changed. <laughs> I just think, yeah, it's so working, cool. That's what know? it's for. Yeah. You know, like this music is for well, you. It, sh- it doesn't have to just pump up a football team. Yeah. Why can't it pump up? The, the bridge club. Let's do this. Let's yes. Play this. Go, Let's man. play chess like we have never played. Euchre is my life. Come on. I euchre. Do you euchre? <laughs> Are they passionate about yeah. it? Yes. Then, right then let's yeah. do it. Wow, that's <laughs> when I cut cool. the cards, I use an axe. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like we warm up like anybody. They warm up their their instruments in their hands and everything like that. And when I warm up, it's like who's to say who's for what? Like I warm up to the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack. And if I had my headphones and you think I was listening to Slayer, because I'm like, yeah, Phantom of the Opera. But like, it gets me going. Yeah. It does, you know, and people must wonder when I'm over there going, Ooh, my hands moving everywhere. There was a, uh, a TV show that was talking about something, and I, it, was, it was a while ago, I can't remember, and they were comparing and contrasting two different styles, and they were surgeons. And they show the one guy who's very focused. He's a microsurgeon. And mm-hmm. then they go to this other guy. And he's doing open heart surgery. He's like, man, it just gets me focused. Yeah, it so. does. It gets, it gets you hyped. And it, it's so cool to see what songs people gravitate towards. Like, it would blow my mind when yeah. somebody goes, you know, the first thing when I get up in the morning, I listen to, you know, The Seeker. And I'm like, man, it, if I woke up and, yeah, <laughs> first thing I'd be like, Wow, that's a lot. But that gets them going. It totally gets them going. Like, no spa radio for these people. Right, right. We are, we are just not for those people at now, all. Now, man in the box, heart sh- surgeon, he's going to be a hard sell for my dad. I want someone a little more focused. <laughs> I want him listening to that on his way to work. Right, so getting pumped up. There, but <laughs> yeah, when I got ankle surgery, the, the guy pulled the curtain back, and granted, I'd already, you know, full of pump full of drugs, and they're about to wheel me into surgery, and the guy pulls the curtain back, Full chest and sleeve tattoos coming out of his scrubs. And he goes, hey. He's like, I'm Dr. Boz. He's like, I'll be doing your surgery. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Boz. Dr. Boz. Do you have a real name? Like that's oh, on no. a diploma oh, oh, somewhere? No, no, no. You want to know who the surgeon who recommended the surgery was? Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And who says this country's healthcare system he is, is messed he, up? Yeah, in Los Angeles, he he did he does all the sports guys, all the Lakers. He does all their surgery. And uh, I went in, and he goes, "Hey, he's like, my name's Dr. Pepper." I'm like, "Come on." Wouldn't you like to be a pepper? Too? I well, <laughs> man, I You're for that paycheck. <laughs> you guys came out here this morning after a drive from St. Louis, and you like totally did a show for us. I can't thank <laughs> it's you enough. Real. I know it is, but it's. I know it takes effort and energy, and to even come out here, we just we can't thank you enough. We you love the so show. Awesome. We love, we love you, guys you guys are doing. And we're going to cherish this moment for the next eight, nine minutes. Awesome, <laughs> and then, man, that means a lot. Your honesty, bro. That's yeah. cool, man. Uh, go see the show tonight. Um, I'll be in the back, but uh, don't bug me because I don't want to talk during your show either. I seriously, <laughs> I like to. I like to feel that wash over me. It is just. Uh, it's. It's otherworldly when you guys are on stage doing it, and we're so lucky when you do it intimate like this. And uh, go see it. Go see it. I did not go to Foreigner so that I could see this show. That's that, big. That is, that is big.
Um, and uh, that's man. big. It's, well, it you is. Know, <laughs> no, it yeah. isn't. It's an inside joke because Dwyer comes on. Tell you what, man. Tonight I'm going to drive eight thousand miles. The last time I get to see UFO, the next one. Ah, oh, no, man. No, By five five thirty, I checked out. I never even got in the car. No, no. I went and saw UFO. They were awesome. Okay, bad example. <laughs> uh, Dead Girls Academy and also Sin Shakes In, which you say are from Nashville. Uh, no, no, Sin Shakes In tonight from Nashville. From Nashville. Yeah, yeah Dead, Dead Girls is not. Oh, okay. I'm taking. I'm taking Dead yeah. Girls Academy Take off. off. Okay, they're dead to me. I love that. Yes. All you need is yes. a little Bisto yeah. and a little Sin. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, hey, thank thanks, thanks again in. for coming in, you guys. Don't miss this show. It's tonight. Uh, Rascals Live. Doors at 7. Tickets are 20 bucks. If uh, you run with the Dwyer Highbrow crowd, they've got a reserve table of four. Ooh. Down front, table for four. Oh. Mm-hmm. The rock crowd. I like to kind of sitting back, actually. Where, uh, to me, it's where the sound is best. But wherever you want to sit. I love musos. I love you guys. You're going to be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be attacked and assaulted and you're going to be messy and dripping wet at the end of it and you're going to love it. Uh, We just picked Kenny's pocket and we got another pair of tickets to give away. As long as they're not mine, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, because you're going, man. I'm going. No mistake about it. Uh, All right, one more pair of tickets. 888-896-3675. Thanks again, you guys. Thank you, guys. Good to see you. Be still Blanco tonight at Rascals Live. You can be there if you're caller 10. 888-896-3675.